0: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research on any topic that can help us lose weight, be healthier, or live longer better. This month, it seems like I'm focusing a lot on sugar. And oh darn, the Easter bunny just brought a bunch of junk. Not only does it have sugar, but you have to read the ingredients to be sure it doesn't have cancer-causing dyes and additives. So just another reason to say no, okay? Okay. But I know it's not easy. Food manufacturers sneak sugar in everywhere. They know how we love it. And so they put as much in as possible, so we want more and more. You know, it's a drug, refined and white, just like cocaine, and it acts like a drug. Study after study, researchers all over the world have proven this. Sugar hits the same addiction centers as cocaine. In fact, eight times more addictive than cocaine. Just watch how people defend it. Researchers did a study on rats, and overwhelmingly, rats, even cocaine-addicted rats, preferred sugar over the cocaine. No wonder our country is so overweight. Food companies want us addicted and buying as much as possible to help their bottom line. They don't care about our waistline. I challenge you to look at everything you eat today and see how many teaspoons of sugar you get in. A couple years ago, I had a young gal who struggled with anxiety take my sugar detox challenge, and she found in one day she ate over one half cup of sugar, coffee latte with a muffin for breakfast, a salad with sugary salad dressing for lunch and tea, and then pizza for dinner a half a cup. Within two weeks, she was amazed how much better she felt, how much better she slept, and even how she stopped dwelling so much on problems. Sugar really disturbs the nervous system for sure. It's amazing. But when you make one change, like ditching sugar, how it makes you feel better and it makes you want to make more healthy choices. So today I'm going to give you more fuel for the anti-sugar fire. I'm going to talk about how sugar ages us, how sugar makes our cells kind of rust, how sugar metabolically damages our cells in a process called glycation. You may be familiar with a term uh, that uses that glycation for diabetics. Like a doctor may order a hemoglobin A1c Well, what that's doing is measuring how much sugar is floating around in your blood, bombarding all the cells like a hailstorm and attaching to them. They measure the hemoglobin for diabetics because they can get a three-month average of what your blood sugar is doing. The higher the sugar in the blood, the more it attaches. So what's the problem if it attaches? Well, it speeds up aging, rusting you from the inside out. You know, rusting is kind of like when uh, you, you cut an apple, it starts to turn brown. But if you put vitamin C or lemon juice on it, it keeps it from turning brown. So when you start rusting from the inside out, you are burning up antioxidants faster than you can put them in. So sugar causes the rusting and they call this process, and it's a kind of clever, advanced glycation end products. And they abbreviate that ages. Good name for it because it does age us. So over time, these ages, along with all the oxidative, rust-causing stress, make collagen and other proteins not work right. They become rigid and malformed meaning they don't work right. If it's your skin, you know, it starts to, to look older than we really are. If it's the lens of your eye, it can form a cataract. If it's your joints, they don't repair, they wear out. We want to keep collagen fresh and renewing. That's why we're taking collagen with vitamin C. It protects and nourishes the collagen that's being broken down. Collagen that makes up our skin, our joints, our gut lining, our hair, basically everything that holds us together. But the effects of this glycation, this sugaring process, and the oxidative stress that it's causing, wrinkling, loss of elasticity, stiffness, sagging skin, just rapidly accelerating aging. No ifs, ands, or buts. Sugar glycation ages the skin. So sugar, because skin tells the tale, you know, there's a lot of beauty companies that try to give you an idea that their creams are going to take care of that glycation. But honestly, once wrinkles are there, it's just cover-up or expensive medical intervention from there on. You know, and that looks weird. So nothing's as good as the original good skin. But far beyond cosmetic. It's not just the collagen in our hair, skin, joints, and gut. Glycation is directly involved in diabetes, atherosclerosis, neurodegenerative disease, cataracts, all your blood vessels, tendons, even chronic renal failure. In all of these, certain proteins stop working. When I was in my undergrad, we studied this glycation as part of cooking, and it was considered something desirable because it tastes good. Glycation is the same thing as the Maillard reaction, named after the French biochemist Louis Camille Maillard, and that was in 1912. So he discovered this reaction happened whenever any sugar, natural or not, reacted with a protein. And it like in bread, it's what causes the browning of a bread crust and adds flavor when you're grilling or frying or broiling. In the last 25 years, we have learned a lot about what damages cells, and glycation, with its rusting of the cells, is a biggie. So recent studies, not so recent, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, grilling, frying, roasting at high temperatures, all those things at high temperatures produce a heck of a lot more ages than the water-based, like boiling or steaming. So there's, there's ways to get around it, like marinating in lemons and, and vinegar and, and other things. But basically, it's, it's something to be aware of. And that glycation causes damage, irreversible damage. So you want to prevent it in the first place, or at least minimize it. Working with natural inhibitors that's going to keep the attachment of sugar to the proteins. So we need inhibitors and antioxidants to protect against the damage. And where do we get them? Surprise, plants. It's why I say eat all the colors of the rainbow in plants every day. Plants have over 25,000 phytochemicals, you hear me say it again and again, that benefit and influence our health. I could go on and on about these phytonutrients, but move over vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. You know, the older we get, the more we need these. They protect our cells. As you get older, you need that. Most people don't even get one serving a day unless you count, count ketchup and french fries. You know, they only eat cereal and bread and potatoes. So no wonder we have chronic disease. So number one, Eat your colorful veggies, a lot of them, so, you know, so you can get all those phytochemicals. You got the phenolic compounds that you know, a lot of attention have been on the anti-diabetic properties. And you can have the anthocyanins, like you're going to get from your berries and your flax seeds and your nuts and even chocolate and coffee, tea and wine. So much research on all the things we talked about. And another one, quercetin. It's a flavonoid that is found in a lot of leafies, broccoli, a lot of them in onions and peppers and apples and grapes and tea and red wine. You know, it's going to help inhibit ages. Quercetin also protects against what they call lipid peroxidation. So that, that plays in LDL cholesterol. If you've got high LDL You don't want it to go rancid. So this quercetin helps protect against that LDL going rancid. It's a strong antioxidant. As a side kind of COVID note, one of the top nutrients recommended to help with that was quercetin. It helps suppress the cytokine inflammation. does a lot of things. Strengthens the cell membrane so it lets the good things in and keeps the bad things out. And that's why I make it part of my immune pack. And it's also been used by urologists for non-bacterial prostatitis. Oh my gosh, these mighty plants, they really need a good PR team, you know? So there's other plants that inhibit these ages. So you've got garlic. Good old garlic has been studied for so many things. And green tea, you know, green tea, black tea, matcha tea, oolong tea, all these protect against the age-related Collagen breakdown, aloe vera, tulsi, it's also called holy basil. It was so revered in Indian culture, they had it planted around all the temples. Great for reducing blood sugar. It's delicious too. And curcumin, how you know it's my favorite, you know, the all time favorite, BCM 95, you know, from Terry Naturally. Love it. All the studies on cancer and arthritis and pain. You know, they've also done several studies on the aging formation and preventing the cross-linking. So we love curcumin for just about everything that can go wrong in the body. You've got black mustard seed that is used a lot in India as well, used to lower blood sugar, and it slows down enzymes in the liver that create blood sugar. It's also an antioxidant, lowers cholesterol. You know it's it's great in curry recipes. You know the, along with the turmeric, so many things. It's it's the real McCoy. You just can't go wrong with um, any of those. Then another one from India is the Gymnema sylvestra, famous herb spice. The name Gymnema sylvestra literally translates into sugar destroyer. In fact, if you put it in your mouth and taste it you will not be able to taste anything sweet for a while afterwards. So it's a great way to kick the sugar addiction. Take this before you cave to your next sugar intake, and you are not going to taste the sweetness. So it's really helpful when you're trying to beat the sugar addiction. Also, what's really cool about Gymnema, they have found in research in animals that it helps regeneration of the beta cells. And to regenerate beta cells is nothing less than miraculous. That's where the insulin's made and in diabetics becomes depleted. So if you can boost that, oh my gosh, that is amazing. Cinnamon, that, I had a gentleman in the other day that says, I take three cinnamon for breakfast and three cinnamon for supper uh, with supper and my blood sugar is 100. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm sure it'd be better if like he would change his diet and do some other other things. But hey, cinnamon really wasn't working well for him. Black cumin, another Indian spice. So many of these came from India. So eating all the fruits and vegetables and herbs and spices have wonderful benefits. But what else can you do? Okay, little tough love here. You have to become a sugar detective. Not only... Looking for it, but trying to avoid it. Sugar in dessert is pretty obvious, but sugar in yogurt, soup, condiments, salad dressing, smoothies, health smoothies, even, or caramel latte. You know, they may hide it under sugar, uh, under honey, I'm sorry, but you know, honey, all those things, they're just as bad. You know, and something else you have to consider is excess fruit consumption. You know, I, I want to have at least a four-to-one ratio of vegetables to fruit. Too much sugar, especially the high, high sweet ones, you have to really be careful with. Uh, just one glass of juice a day can affect the way your brain ages. And that was according to the famous NHANES study. So another thing we should do. Stop snacking and grazing all day. You know, we used to be advised to eat six small snacks throughout the day to avoid sugar lows. Well, that suggests that we're supposed to keep our sugar levels high throughout the day. But boy, that high sugar level, you're going to age faster. So you want to keep blood sugar and insulin levels steady. Oxidative stress low, glycation low, and inflammation down. So you got to stop grazing. Three squares is good. And if you need to snack, reach for protein-rich foods that break down slowly and stay in your stomach longer, making you feel full and satisfied. Nuts, raw nuts, are my favorite snack. They're going to take really good care of you. So, and then there's also the white kidney bean extract that if you are going to have a high glycemic meal, may be a good thing to help kind of blunt the high glycemic effect. So what else can we do? Well, exercise. It comes down to diet and exercise every time. But we've put mice through all sorts of experiments and they really help us understand what's going on. And oh gosh, exercise does so many things for the kidneys, for the retina of the eye as well. It really helps protect in aging mice. So physical Exercise inhibits their free radicals, helps your liver produce more antioxidant enzymes. So it comes down to burning the sugar immediately and exercise slowing the age formation. Another thing, sleep more. Sleep deprivation impairs your insulin sensitivity and glucose tolerance, uh, making glycation more likely. Reduce stress. Now more important than ever, stress can lead to high levels of cortisol, which degrades collagen. So all the vegetables and fruits and herbs and spices and exercise and sleep and stress reduction all help reduce the rusting of cells. But it's still good to keep the sugar and the excess carb down in the first place. You know, that's a brilliant place to start. So you know, it's just good to keep it down so that not only is it going to help prevent a lot of diseases, but it's just going to give you more energy every day. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this or other shows wherever you listen to podcasts or on my website, debford.com. Have a great day and remember to take really good care of yourself.